if you don't mind crappy traffic, crappy roads, crappy people, and crappy food, actually a halfway decent place to live. But I just, I hate traffic That's such so a much. Lie. And I grew up in Chicago, and I'm telling you, this is the worst traffic, and these are the worst roads ever. Well, ever. I don't know if that's true. No, no, no. no. W- what compares? New York, maybe? Yeah, but you just wouldn't drive that far in New York. You would not drive from Bethesda to... See, see here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's easier to commute. Oh, my goodness I don't gracious. have to run down the road Let's after go, my Cubs. show. Let's go, Cubs! Here we go. There you go. Now you're coming around, too. Now Let's you're rooting go, for the Cubs. good guys. Screw those New York teams. Go, Cubs. Go, Cubs. Go, Chicago. All right. Time for a little yay or nay. You're going to help me out here because I've been doing nothing but watching spring football for literally the last three and a half weeks. I need some help with my NBA draft bets, so I'm going to throw a couple guys at you with their draft position, and you're going to tell me if you would go over, if you would go under, and then you could just like give me your thoughts on some of these guys, too, because let's be honest, some people listening tonight probably have no idea who the hell any of these guys are. Yeah. Let's start with Anthony Black. His draft position right now, over 8.5 is plus 220. Under 8.5 is minus 300. What would you do here? Now, like, throw out the prices, too, obviously. Throw the prices out. Completely. I mean, you really can't, though, because the market's pretty much telling you what yeah. they think is going to happen, and it's most likely going to happen, especially when we get closer to the draft, 48 hours away. I think he won't get to – I do not think he'll get to Washington. Like, if Washington is there uh, and he is there, I think they take him. You think they would take Anthony Black? They are a wild card. If Washington doesn't take him, then, you know, like, that, he could slide to 12. But, yeah, I, I think Anthony Black goes to the Wizards. That's what I think happens. So or and I know we love Keith. We do. And Keith's very plugged in. The one thing that I disagree with Keith because I just have eyes and I don't really care what Orlando says is that they don't have good point guards, okay? Mm-hmm. Like they don't. If maybe they want Anthony Black at 6. I wouldn't think that that was some sort of shocking development. I know they need shooting and Anthony Black is not that, but listen, man. Anthony Black would really help them with playmaking and defense. All right, I'm going to be selfish, all right? We know where the Thompson twins are going, right? Yeah, we know Eamon is going to the Rockets, and probably Osser is the biggest wild card. Osser actually impacts Anthony Black quite a bit because if Osser's there when Washington is drafting, which a lot of people think that maybe he won't be because potentially Orlando will take him at six, then they will take, uh, that Washington would take Oscar Thompson at eight. What is his number? His number so, is... That's why I didn't even... Bring, is over five and a half is minus yeah. 340. Yeah, Under that's... five and a half is plus 240. Yeah. So he's going over five and a half, I would assume. All right, now the one that... Uh, I know. The, the one that's going to break my heart tomorrow. I have Cam Whitmore going exactly to the Detroit Pistons. Pick five. I was so excited. It was plus 400. Last week it was like minus 200, I want to say, at one time. Yeah, just two um, days ago it was minus 200 the other way. I look at his draft position right now. Over five and a half is minus two hundred. Under five and a half, which obviously I would need for him to land at five to Detroit, plus one fifty five. I just thought like you have a wing, you already have your backcourt of the future in Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham, but um, it looks like I'm screwed, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of people who say that uh, the Detroit Pistons are going to take maybe a Jarris Walker. Why? Um, you know, I think that they need another power forward alongside of uh, Jalen Duran. They feel like he can do a little bit of everything. That's the main thing. Jarris Walker, as we know, went to Houston. Uh, he was really versatile for them, but was sort of underused. So Detroit maybe wants to add some additional defense. He also can play make a little bit as well. So, um, yeah, the Detroit Free Press thinks that Jarris Walker would be 
you know, a really good look. He averaged 11 points, six, seven rebounds, and two assists with Houston. He's six foot eight. He's got a pretty good wingspan. He's probably the best defensive prospect in the draft, and he can shoot a little bit as well. So, yeah, I think that's why they like him. Is that the right fit? I don't know. I thought Jairus Walker would probably go to Indiana because it feels like he's an Indiana player. Yeah. But, man, oh, man, would that shake things up. If Detroit drafts him at five, that would really shake. I mean, you could see Cam Whitmore fall to, like, 12 then. So I thought that I had two locks. I thought I had Kobe Bufkin, a really good number, under 14.5. That's all the way down now to 12.5. We'll get to that in a second. And then I thought Cam Whitmore going fifth overall to the Pistons was a lock. And then I saw Yahoo had this. There are rumblings that Whitmore is slipping on draft boards, but he looked incredible in a pre-draft workout with Carmelo Anthony in New York late last week. So that's my hope, that maybe Carmelo saves me here. Maybe it's just a smoke screen. Yeah, I mean, it is lying season, right? It is lying season. All right, so let's go to uh, Case and Wallace then. Over 12.5 is minus 180. Under 12.5, plus 145. What would you do there? Because that's a market you could actually bet. Minus 180 to the over. Under 12.5, plus 145. I think that's a stay away for me. The Case and Wallace range is massive. Oh, also, Woj just said Detroit is maybe looking to trade out of this pick for... uh, the when we were talking about Cam Whitmore, so yeah. maybe that's why they don't think that that's what's going to happen. I just need him to go fifth overall. It doesn't have to be to Detroit. Yeah, so as long we'll, as it's just number five exactly. But I don't have the draft position, so like five and a half doesn't matter. I need yeah. him to go exactly five. And you need him to go to the Pistons? No, no, no just or fifth just overall. Just fifth overall. Yeah, just the fifth overall selection plus four hundred, not to Detroit. That doesn't matter. So if they trade out and somebody still takes them fifth, we're money. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think that's no. a loss, I, and that sucks. There's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah, Kaysen Wallace's range is massive. I've seen him mocked in the top ten. I've seen him mocked in the late teens. So at 12-and-a-half, that is an absolute stay away from me. I look at the teams who might want to take him, and you know maybe that's Washington. There's a lot of guards that Washington Washington could end up going out and getting, right? Um, but I think if I had to do anything, I would go over. Yeah, because I feel like with Washington, like they need a scoring guard. They do, right? Like they need, they need somebody that can score the basketball. What I like about Wallace is he's probably the best on-ball defender. He could guard point guards. He could guard two guards in this draft. He can score too. But I just, yeah, any. I mean, he's big enough, six four, one hundred eighty-five pounds. He's been mocked fifteenth. What is this number right now? Twelve and a half. Yeah, I'd probably go over, but I don't yeah. want to lay minus 180. I'm good on that. All right, Grady Dick over 10.5 is minus 300. Under 10.5 is plus 220. I like Any the chance under he goes t- I like 10? The, yeah, I like that under 10.5. What do you think would be the best fit for him? I know we like joked about Utah. I, I Orlando needs shooters. Orlando and he shoots would, 40% from three-point range. I'd kill for that for them. Orlando would be an incredible fit. Uh, Utah at 9 would be a really good fit. Even, even the Mavs at 10. I know that they're looking at Taylor Hendricks or maybe Derek Lively. Taylor Hendricks, as we know, is the uh, UCF kid. He's six eight um, with seven feet one wingspan. Is like very versatile forward. But if you want some additional shooting, which is what kind of Luca needs to space the floor, then maybe they bring in a Grady Dick. And we've talked to a lot of people who think that Grady Dick could be a top ten talent. So, and I think he's valuable. It's all about whether these teams 
value shooting more than the versatility at the wing position without shooting. Yeah, and that's why I think like shooters, and I'm with you, I would go probably, and especially just because it's of the price. It's a great price. price. I would go under 10.5 plus 220 on Grady Dick as well. What would you do with Jordan Hawkins? Because the same thing, probably one of the better pure shooters in this draft. Six foot five, 195 pounds. We just saw him win a national title with Connecticut. Uh, I've seen him mock 17 to the Lakers. I've seen him go before that. His draft position, over 15 and a half, minus 135. Under 15 and a half, plus 105. I would probably lean on over, but I don't want to bet that just because, again, he's one of the better knockdown shooters in this draft. Yeah, I think he goes over. I think he either goes to a team like the Lakers, uh, the te- a team like the Heat. The he heat. could use some shooting. I mean, I know that. You Golden know. State, yeah, because maybe they don't bring back uh, Max Truce. Maybe you say to yourself, I want like a cheaper version of that. I think the Warriors could use him as well. I know that uh, they've drafted 19. The Nets could use him at 21. I think I like the over. I think this is my first definitive over, minus 135. I like it. It's uh, a yay. Will you let me borrow $1,200? Because I really want to bet this one. I want to go Keontae George over, pick 13.5, minus 310 is the price now all of a sudden, though. Under 13.5 is plus 230. I don't think he goes before 13. Do you? No, I don't. I think the place that's the best fit for him, and this is why they're mocking it at 13, or that's why Vegas is setting the line at 13.5, I think he goes 14 to New Orleans. I think that's a, an interesting place for him to continue to develop with C.J. McCollum. They want a guard. That's why they want to. The, that's why New Orleans wants to move into the top three is to try to get a scoot. If you can't get scoot, then maybe you stay at 14 and you get a Keontae George from Baylor. All right, here's probably my only lock now of the draft. I had Kobe Bufkin under 14.5. It's at 12.5. What would you do here now with the current draft position? Over 12.5 is plus 135. Under 12.5 is minus 165. We've seen him mocked exactly at 12 to Oklahoma City, and I think that would be a really good fit. That's what scares me yes. a little bit here. Like I could see him going 13 to Toronto, though, if he slips. What would you do here? I think that number is a perfect number. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a stay away. What I would do, actually, instead of that, is maybe take a, a little bit of a shot and try to take him to be drafted into the top 10 at plus 200. I like Leonard Miller. Under 21 and a half, it's only minus 150. Over 21 and a half is plus money, but it's only plus 120. I've seen him mock to Miami. It's another G League Ignite guy. Averaged 22 points and 13 boards in the G League. But what do you think? Who did we have last year where there were two back-to-back picks from a team and they took, they took the wrong player first and it screwed your NBA draft? I forget who it was, but that's a situation that we're looking at right no, now. No, Shaden Sharp got me last year. Was it Shaden Sharp? Yeah. yeah. So Shaden Sharp got you. I thought that there was maybe a team with two picks back to back. That may have been. That was the big one that that cost me a. It turned a good night into a, what could have been the best night of my life. So the Nets uh, have the twenty first and twenty second pick, and what I'm seeing on mocks is that Jordan Hawkins could go twenty one and Leonard Miller could go twenty two, and that would really screw your bet up. Or Leonard Miller could go in 21 and Jordan Hawkins could go 22. It just kind of depends on what the Nets decide. Yeah. But they've got complete control. I would stay all the way. That's a nay for me. I feel like this is the toughest draft I've ever bet in my life. Yeah, it's very hard. I really feel like last year we had a pretty good idea. And, I mean, we were getting great value. I mean, because, like, you know, Bancaro was, what, like ten to, like 100 to 1 or something ridiculous yeah. like that? Um, Taylor Hendricks. Over 8.5 is minus 130. Under eight and a half is plus one hundred. Where do you think he goes? Did what would I put you do this here? down on my? I think. Yep. I think I said stay away from Taylor Hendricks. The range is just too massive. I'm seeing him as early as seven. 
I am seeing him as late as like 17. So that is a no for me. I hate that. Anything else that you like? I'm looking right now. There's to be drafted top five, to be drafted top ten. There's first-round picks uh, that are in here as well. Is there anything else? Or is there any other like player that nobody's talking about that you're really excited for and you want to see go a little bit earlier? Yeah, I think there's a couple. I think I'm really interested, more interested than anything else, Noah Clowney. Nobody's really talking about Noah Clowney at all. He was really good. Uh, I mean, I think he's probably a good fit for a team like the Pelicans. His range is like anywhere from 14 to 30. That's a massive range. You're talking about lottery to almost the second round. I'm interested to see him. I'm really interested to see uh, whether Jet Howard ends up going earlier than people think. Jet Howard, 6'8 kid out of Michigan, really explosive, bouncy, can do a bunch of different things, versatile, very long, got injured. I think it was a knee injury and messed around with his production for most of the year after that, and that's when... Kobe Bufkin sort of started to shine, who's obviously one of the darlings of of this draft. I'm very curious. I'm going to ask uh, some of our insiders tonight about how high his ceiling is because I think he could be one of the steals of the draft if he ends up being completely healthy. Uh, and then I'm really interested to see what what happens with uh, with Jarris Walker. I know people are talking about him. The number six and a half. And again, we talked about how much him going to the fifth pick yeah. would really screw up uh, the rest of the draft. Hood Shafino, I don't think, is being talked about a ton, or he was maybe two, three weeks ago, and now he's not. If you like him, and I think these are like flyers, right? I don't think these right. are things are going to happen, but if you wanted to take Hood Shafino to go into the top 10, that's 12 to 1. What do you think about, and I know the price sucks, Derek Lively to go top 10, though, is minus 120. I mean, we talked with Jeff Goodman last night. Check out the podcast, Bet MGM tonight. And I asked him, who's the best big outside of Webinyama in this draft? And he said, Derek Lively. I feel like everybody said the same thing. He has a 7 7 wingspan, he's a rim protector, and the three point shot during his pro day actually looked all right. He's only 215 pounds, but you could put muscle on him. I mean, look at Chet. Do you think he goes top 10, preferably to the Dallas Mavericks? And we get that one in there, minus 120, because I kind of want to bet this. Here's the thing. What happens if the Mavericks trade that pick? Okay. And who else would need a big? Yeah, who else would need a big? And the, the mock that would happen right after is Orlando Magic, and they might take him. That number's pretty perfect. Ten and a half, is that the number? Or 11 uh, just to be a top 10 pick. But they took his draft position down. That's why I was just looking at to go top 10 right now. Oh, he's minus annoying. 120. Yeah, Anthony Black's minus 3,000 to be top 10. Taylor Hendricks is now minus, you know, 2,000. I think, like, that's the only value. Kobe Bufkin's plus 200. Do you think he could go top 10? Yeah, I do. I really do. I put that down uh, on my list of, like, I really like the price. Top 10, again, you're talking about the Washington Wizards, and we're just really not sure what they're going to do in terms of the guard position. What number did you – you said this before the show. Nick Smith, you said 40-1 to 1 last night? He, he was 40-1 to 1 last night. He's now 20-1 right, 20 now. To 1 right now. Wow. That's a fascinating number as well. That's a really nice number. I wish I would have grabbed the 40, though. We'll take a quick